Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. The Michael K Show. Robin Riverdale. John kind of threw an insult at Mattingly, okay? Oh, my God. No, no, no. That was complete disrespect. Hate the guy. Come on. Will you, you know, stop I, already? I Honestly, you're riled up with that. Come on, man. I love Don Mattingly. I'm not a Yankee fan, but I understand his significance. Is this going to be today where I'm going to have to fend off Yankees? I, hope I disrespected so. Don Mattingly. Honestly. Oh, I good. We're yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Fend him a little bit. You fend him a little bit. Don, Donnie. You fend him a little bit. Listen, he's no Keith Hernandez. A little bit. What? Keith Hernandez was a better player than Don oh, Mattingly. Oh, stop. I'd rather get into that argument than to sit there and have to fend off insults from Yankee fans because I had the audacity to say that Aaron Rodgers is a better football player than Peter. Don Mattingly, a baseball player. Wake up, bit. people. Uh, no, Wake the- up. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. It was audacious. He did have audacity and it was audacious and I don't agree with him. I'm glad that People have not picked up on this and you know flooding us with phone calls about Don's uh, uh, not me. Disrespect. That's, what I, that's what I wanted. Uh, by the way, our lines are open on email. I know sure. the lines are full right now on the phones. TMKSESPN at Gmail. Talk to us. Give us a little something, something. We haven't read an email in so long. I know. 1-800-919-3776. Hey, uh, the K-Show Holiday Party returns Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. We'll have plenty of giveaways for fans in attendance, including ticket packages from the Jets, the Knicks, the Rangers, and the Islanders, plus special guest appearances by Amani Toomer, Rick DiPietro, and more. So mark your calendars and get ready to spend at, spread some cheer at the Michael K. Show Holiday Party, Friday, December 8th, at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Brought to you by the New York Islanders, Jake 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season, and Security Dodge. Visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection, and also it all benefits the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Come Peter, I, I don't want to kill. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> some, Peter. Uh, this is uh, some of the gems from Don and Peter today. A dollar a month for so Lupica? That, so, right, so that's four Lupicas for a dollar. He gets Lupica. I get Lupica. Don says he loves Canada. Right. All of a sudden, you want him to defect. <clears throat> that's what you missed in the first hour. Uh, so the Knicks are playing tonight, as we mentioned, and... Um, it's a, it's a it's an important game in terms of the in-season tournament. Now, right. I've heard rumors by the way okay. that the in-season tournament mm-hmm. is very coveted in the television negotiations. Interesting. That there are streaming services that really want the in-season tournament. So, mission accomplished by Mr. Silver. That's wild, isn't it? Now, the people that like it like it, the people that hate it are still watching the games because mm-hmm. the games still have meaning. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to hate. But, but here's what I would say to people who are like, oh, it's ridiculous. Well, would there be a lot of juice for Knicks Hornets tonight? No. On a Tuesday, late November so at the Garden? tell us why there's juice. Is though. there juice tonight? Oh, well, yeah. Well, right now, the the top three teams, the, the winners of each group, when move, move on. So right now, the leaders, Pacers have already clinched a spot in the tournament. Bucks are 3-0. and Magic are done. They're three and one. The Knicks are two and one. They've got the wild card, but they're tied with the Heat and the Nets. Now the Knicks have the tiebreaker on the Heat because they beat them in the in season tournament but they had to win on this Friday. Game. Now if they beat Charlotte, which they should, I mm. mean they've, they've beaten them twice this year by a combined thirty six points and balls out and balls not playing. So if they Sorry? win, they get the three and one. <laughs> Wait, what kind of party is this? <laughs> now, if Miami were to beat the Bucks. Miami would have the tiebreaker. They would then win the, the the group. The Bucks would then fall to the wild card. They would have the tiebreaker over the Knicks. So that would be bad news. But if the Bucks win over the Heat tonight, which they very well could, I mean, Heat are a little banged up. I don't, I don't know what the status is of Butler. I know he got hurt in the Knicks game, didn't play against the Nets, but I think he'll go tonight. 
Then it comes down to the tiebreakers with the Nets and the Cavaliers and the Celtics, who could all finish 3-1. and one. Then it comes down to point differential, which is the tiebreaker if you didn't play. So the Knicks and Nets are not in the same pool. The Nets have a plus 8 point differential. Cleveland's got a plus 6. Boston's even. The Knicks have a plus 18. So what that could mean is is that the Knicks could be blowing out the Hornets and still want to pile on because that might be the tiebreaker for them to be able to get in. And if they get a wild card, we just told that Jimmy Butler is in fact out tonight. Okay, so that actually works in the favor for the Knicks because then the the Bucks can win the pool, and then it just comes down to tiebreakers with the Nets, the Cavaliers, and the Celtics. Now the Celtics are home against the Bulls, should win that game easy. Cavaliers are home for the for the um, the Hawks. The Nets are home for the Raptors, and the Knicks are home for the Hornets. So it might just come down to point differential. So you might be watching the game tonight. The game's not in doubt, but you're going to be counting scores around the league to see if you can get the tiebreaker. And then they'd be in. They'd be going to Vegas as a wild card team. uh, New York clinches Group B if the following occurs. They win, Milwaukee lost, and the Knicks win the tiebreaker over Milwaukee and Miami. They clinch a wild card if the Knicks win, Miami loses, Cleveland loses, Boston loses, and Brooklyn loses, or... The Knicks win and finishes second in the group and wins tiebreaker over any second place team from other group with a three and one record. Or Miami lost, Cleveland lost, Boston lost, Brooklyn lost, and the Knicks win a tiebreaker over any second place team from another group. Mm. So it's a little and, and and the tiebreaker from the other group would be point differential because they didn't play each right. other. The first tiebreaker is playing, but you only played within your group during the uh, the in season tournament. So it's fun. The courts are cool. For some, I know you didn't like Chicago. No, I thought it was jarring, but I don't. But I don't the, just the like Knicks, any of them. I think everybody loved the Orange Court. I know you weren't happy with the Wizards no. Court, right, Peter? No, I wasn't. What happy about with the Celtics the, Court? Did I actually you like hate that? the Knicks Court. I found most everyone to be repug, but I didn't hate the Knicks. Why are they repug? I just think they're ugly. But you're the young guy here, and I like well, them. But I'm not that young. First of all, so, unfortunately. Second of all, I just don't find them look good. I'm surprised people are saying they do. I'll, I'll look at the whole group of, the, of all of them again, but I have not been impressed. Now, you have not heard anybody really say anything bad from a coach's standpoint. Probably don't want to get fined, but it sounds like they're all into it. These game, you got to play the games anyway, right? And as I said, I don't think any of those games tonight would have any kind of juice outside of Heat Bucks. Heat Bucks is pretty good, but. Peter, Celtics Bulls, as a Celtic fan, probably doesn't do very much for you. No, and neither does it as an in-season tournament. All right, well, there you go. There's an example where it well, isn't working. Well, you're just working. being a stubborn mule. No, I mean. no, I'm not. I just, well, but but I, I can't get mad at Peter because he's got bigger fish to fry. He thinks his team might be able to win an actual championship. So I don't know if he wants to mess around with an NBA Cup. But for the Knicks, I don't know. I mean, I, you could talk to Knicks fans, but wouldn't that be kind of cool to win the first one ever? I don't I, listen. I'm sure there's a lot of sick Nick fans out there that like think this team can win a championship. I don't. I think they can win a couple of rounds and be relevant. But like Spolstra said on Friday when we were talking to him before the game, we got to play the game anyway. Wouldn't it be kind of cool to go to Vegas in December and 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 win a win a cup? Isn't that better than just playing regular season games in November and December? That's, that's fun. Why not? Sure. And also. Sure. Five hundred thousand dollars a person. If you win and two fifty, well, what about for the fans? Do the fans get anything? They get the enjoyment well, of, of but see, that's why of their I team you, winning a new tournament that they never heard. But of doesn't before. that hit differently, Peter? If like Spolstra told you, yeah, we love it because we're going to get five hundred thousand dollars. No, the, the fans don't want to hear that. Well, the ma- fans don't get a piece of that. No. But to be able to get a cup. Uh, Listen, I get people not liking it, but it doesn't get in the way. Now, listen, would it be fun if I already had a trip planned to Vegas and my team was playing in the in the finals? That would be fun. Short of that, though, I, I just don't care. I'm not saying I won't. I'm not. Like, I'm right in the middle. I'm not anti this tournament. I'm not some hater on it. Maybe in a few years I'll care. you got to win me over. I'm not just some yo-yo who you're telling me there's a tournament all of a sudden well, has cachet. It doesn't have cachet. Well, let's, let's say it ends the way that it is right now. Pacers, Bucks, Magic, and Knicks in the East. In the West, it would be Lakers, Kings, Pelicans, Suns. Now, the Suns could win a championship. Obviously, the um, the Celtics uh, or wouldn't make it. Uh, the Bucks can win a championship, but you know the Knicks, the Pacers, the Magic, the Kings, the Pelicans. But that's you know, that's all what speaks to the tournament being kind of invalid. Though. No, but but I think that speaks to 
you know, teams that might, some of those teams be playing irrelevant games in the regular season now have relevancy, that, that their fan base has something to get excited about. If they get excited. Other than the, than, than the lottery pick and tanking, which a lot of those teams might end up eating. You don't think a Sacramento King fan can't sink his teeth into a in-season tournament championship? They but never why, won but, a championship. But why, did it, why was it done in a way where you have a bunch of bogus teams who would be competing to win? Not bogus teams. Teams are doing well in in these games that are designated as in-season tournament games. It really depended on where you landed in what group. Yeah, and, and who the group is and when your games are and who they're against, yeah. Now, the Knicks, you know, we talked a lot about the Knicks yesterday, 9-7, and seven, a very difficult early season schedule. J.J. Redick has a podcast, a good one, Old Man and the Three, uh, and he talked about the Knicks ceiling, particularly in the playoffs. This was a team last year that relied on ISO with Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. They relied on mid-range scoring. They relied on floaters. They relied on offensive rebounding. All of a sudden, if you've got Jalen Brunson shooting seven threes a game at over 40%, and you've got R.J. Barrett shooting 44% on over five attempts, quickly at over five attempts at a little under 38, even Chenzo a little under five attempts at 40, Grimes over five attempts at 36, Forget whatever Randall does in terms of his shot selection. And you're obviously number one or number two in the league in offensive rebounds. You're the best rebounding team in the league. You're creating extra, extra possessions, and mathematically, you're playing more efficient basketball if all these guys are taking this amount of threes and shooting it this well. To me, it may not always look pretty with the Knicks, but it changes their ceiling if they've got efficient, high-volume three-point shooting. All right, so now Tim Legler was also on the podcast, The Old Man and the Three, and gave his biggest question mark for the Knicks. I think now he's clearly the big name on the whiteboard in the opposing locker room. It, it's about Brunson. It's about dealing with him. I think most teams are still willing to sort of roll the dice with Randall and Barrett and figure you know, there's going to be nights where they're going to be very inefficient with their shooting, and those are the nights you get the Knicks if you can just contain Brunson. If he doesn't go for 35 or 40 efficiently – on those given nights when Barrett or, or Randall struggle, you've got a great chance now to limit them. And that's going to be the question mark around the Knicks all year. So J.J. wants them to take more threes. And that worries me a little bit because would would R.J. Barrett be shooting 44 from three if he shot high volume three? No. Or would he come down a little bit? Quickly, quickly has his games and he also has games where he's cold. I like quickly with the ball in his hand because he's a great free throw shooter. And the thing that's worrying me about Brunson, who's having a, an all-star year, he's not shooting free throws the way he did last year. He's missing some big shots. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe the shoulder hurt. You know, he had the black tape on the back of his shoulder last game, uh, the one that they lost against Phoenix. But I don't know if high-volume three is the answer because I think their their shooting percentage would go down. Now, it mathematically, would. it goes up because you're, the ones that you hit are worth three True. rather than two. But also, they've been hovering around the best rebounding team in the NBA. So mm-hmm. does that change your opinion that they're getting a lot of these misses and putbacks off the rebound or try another three? Like, they're getting second chances. Right. Because of the fact that that Mitchell Robinson's one of the best rebounders in the league, uh, Hartenstein's not bad when he's in for him. Uh, there's a lot of hustle plays to get the ball. So as long as they're rebounding well, they've got another chance. But the problem with all those high volume threes, Michael, if they're off, then then they're dead. Right. You got to be able to find other ways to score because the three doesn't always work. And why? And in that Miami game, that's what happened. They fell behind. They weren't hitting their threes. They weren't getting the rebounds, and all of a sudden, the Heat go on a 19-0 run, and they start to feel it, and they get back into the game. But you get certain moments where you, you know, they they had a similar game against Minnesota, and they never had that second wind, and ended up getting blown out in the second half. They were able to find a way against Miami. It's amazing, as great as Brunson is, so much of the Knicks' success it really does rest on the shoulders of Randall. Randall doesn't show up; they don't win. He didn't show up in the first half against the. Uh, the Suns, and then he had that great third quarter, and then he kind of slipped away, had the argument on a call that he felt was missed, and it was missed in the fourth quarter. He's very, very um, mercurial that way. He can be great, or he could just disappear. They need him to be great today, so they they can take a twenty point win uh, home, and 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 you know any kind of tiebreaker with the point differential is big. But Randall, I know the fans either love him or they hate him. Uh, it, it's nowhere in the middle. But he has to be great for this team to win because they don't have that superstar to go along with Brunson. That being said, it has to be Randall. Right. It has to be Randall. You know what's cool about doing the Nick games is I get to see uh, Funkmaster Flex doing the uh, the DJ. And he's, he's done like five or six games already this year. Really? Yeah. You know how he got that gig from doing your wedding? 
He gets the pregame, and then the halftime is his. See how much he gets for that, Peter. I'm curious. I've done I've done a game before. I did a game. I did net net game. I can't remember which. Look how big he is. He doesn't even remember. I don't remember. I did I did one of them before though. Give me the number. What did you make? I don't remember it being good money. Was it like five figures? No. 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 You think Funk Master Flex is wasting a, a night at the garden for like five hundred bucks and not enjoying himself because he's not a sports guy? Um, I, I don't think people do it for money. I think you're doing it just. To it get is the great look. exposure. You're on the jumbotron. So for it's like, like it's like 10 doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Well, it's, it's a very. I mean, listen, Flex they don't get paid. I, <laughs> Flex doesn't need to do the gig, but I think he. I think it's just fun and it's a good look. I think he's getting ten grand per game. I don't. Person. I don't think so. I'd be I'd be shocked. Texan, right? I'd like to know. All right. And he takes off hot when he does that, because or was he off already on Good Friday? A Good Friday, Black Friday. Um, he was probably on Black Friday. Well, not that. Not when I went to the Don, garden. Don, don't ask questions. He makes it happen. Okay. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I don't want. He makes time flex. I don't want to blow up his spot. I, <laughs> what you mean? You mean, you mean I wasn't the only one. Well, that I guess saw it's not. I'm going to say it's not you blowing up a spot. The people were at the game, and then they got in their car and heard him on the radio at the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be my guess. <laughs> Let's go to Giancarlo in Queens. Giancarlo. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It's a pleasure. What's oh, up, yo, man? Yo. How are you, buddy? All I got good. a bone to pick with my buddy Peter. Love it. Okay. Now, I just want to preface this by saying he's my he's my kind of guy. He's a little bit older than me. I'm a hip-hop head. I'm a wrestling junkie. Mm. I'm a sports guy. So every morning, I'm a phys ed teacher. I'm driving on to my way to work from 7 a.m. to 7.50. I'm tuned into Hot 97. Good man. I get a, I get a little sprinkle, you know, politics, sports, uh-huh. hip-hop, entertainment. Don't tell it. anyone what my politics are. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> I won't. I'm not. However... I want to know, and I think Michael's going to be just as disappointed in you as I am. How come for the past two, three years, it's the same recycled curve segments, and we don't have any updated content or a new skit to put in its place? The, 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 you're sick of the repeat curved episodes. That's what you're saying. Well, what, what, what episode? Peter, I could, Peter, I could recite it without even hearing it. You know, I'm not going to say that you're the first person who I've heard this complaint from. I'm I'm seriously going to bring this to Ebro and Laura and say we need to do new curves. Okay? What, what what is curves? So we do we do we have two segments that are like sort of caller driven that air every day. One called Ride or Die, um, a Peter Rosenberg invention invention that I'm very proud of, mm-hmm. and Curved. And curved is a is a dating thing where someone uh, someone wants to find out why someone didn't want to go out with them anymore, and we put them on the phone at the same time. It's a very sort of like standard pop radio kind of morning show bit. Like, War like of the a Roses. zoo. Yeah, like have you ever heard War of the Roses on any of those stations? Similar kind of bit. And yeah, we just have. I guess we haven't done new ones in a while. We sort of think of them like hit songs, right? Like these bits, if they're good, right. you run them back, right? But if you listen every day. And you're like a real committed listener. You probably will get to know them. That is that is fair. Interesting. So, we don't recycle things on this show. Never. No, no, it's not that. That's 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 one of the benefits of the other show. This Except show this you. show has to be live every single minute all the time, right? Because we're covering the hard hitting news of sports. Absolutely. You know the beauty is if I want if if uh, if it was a holiday like Thanksgiving. We could do a show and we could record it and it could air on Thursday because the world hasn't changed that much. With sports, you you can plan a show and then Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play cause is out for the season. So it's a different sort of animal. David in New Jersey. David. What's up, boys? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Love the show. Thank you so much for making my drive home a lot easier. Oh, thank you, David. What's up? Yes. The NBA, the in tournament season in tournament mm-hmm. not a big fan of it don't care yet but what i think would get me excited is if they play for draft picks a higher position um in the draft pick an extra ping pong ball or chances to get a number one pick or top five pick or something like that what are your thoughts on that well i don't i don't mind the extra ping pong ball but it, you know a top that's five not pick. Enough, i mean if, if, if you're the milwaukee bucks and you win the in-season tournament and then you also win the NBA title, then you're going to get a top five pick. That's too much. It's just too much. I, I, I think the money and the championship, a chance to play in Vegas, the players are completely motivated. As far as getting the fans interested, if you're a Buck fan, getting one extra ping pong ball, is that going to matter no. to you? 
Uh, I, I don't. I I think what makes it perfect to me is if you don't like it. It's not going to stop you from watching the game. Right, you just won't pay attention to it. Or you don't like the courts not stopping you from watching the game. But I bet you, Michael, the rating on MSG tonight and on 98.7 and the general interest in the game will be up for Knicks Hornets I'm because so of this season I'm so rather curious. than out. You think he's right? I think it, because it, as Don said, if, it, if, if there was no in-season tournament, this would be the Knicks and the Hornets. It'd be a, a ball's not playing. So I, 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 mean, I think some people are. I think a lot of people are still going to feel. We should just survey people. If you if you happen to call us for the rest of the show and you're a basketball fan, do you have any but, extra incentive tonight, but, or are you just thinking of it as a sharp but, game? But think about it. Every person that calls that say they're interested is 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 one person that makes it work. Nobody is going to call to say I'm not watching because no. you wouldn't have watched anyway. I agree. But if you're watching, it's not going to stop you from watching if you're interested in the Knicks. No, there's no downside. There's absolutely there is no, no downside. downside. That's why I'm trying to say when I say I'm not like that into it, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know what on it. I, I'm just so saying... You're, you're saying it with all due respect. Yeah, but in this case, unlike when I usually say that, I mean all due respect. Joe in Garden City. Joe, Joe. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. How about you? Okay, I wanted to give uh, Peter a little bit of a hard time and that's the way he deals with Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, I'm 72 years old. I don't like Taylor Swift's music. I like classical music. I like jazz music. But I think she has a lot of positives that you uh, don't acknowledge, Pete. Uh, Well, uh, okay, I'll I'll hear you out. I don't know that I I get the opportunity. Music brings a lot... Music brings a lot of joy to people. Yeah. When she does concerts in the community, she brings a lot of business. She does. She's aware. She's politically active. She encourages her fans to be involved in politics. I agree. And to vote. I mean, you know. I know. Can I tell I the truth? Like you. Can I, I tell you the truth? Yeah. I, I appreciate the call because I have some regret. I heard from a couple people in my life because apparently I didn't even think much about it. My new podcast, Over the Top, with Michelle Beadle, we posted a couple of clips where we were giving Tay-Tay a hard time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think much of it. It was just a clip to promote the podcast. And then, you know, my friends who are living their regular suburb lives like see these clips and their wives are like, why is Peter dissing Taylor Swift? And I really didn't think much of it. Like, I don't take it that serious. I think Taylor Swift seems like a really fine person, a really talented artist. I do stick by from a music standpoint that a lot of the adults who tell me they're super into her shows, I find to often not be the biggest music aficionados, but that's just a fun conversation. I think she's wonderful. She's very talented. Her songs seem great. I I, I have no issue with Taylor Swift in a real way. I talk eight hours a day, people. She's the most popular person currently on planet Earth. You know what I mean? She, she takes up a lot of air. I have to talk about Taylor Swift. Well, then what? talk about her with love and reverence. But, I, I, but, I'm not, but I've never said anything nasty about her. Now, I didn't believe the relationship with, with Travis. And you were wrong about that because now it's real love. I'm starting to believe more in Lorvis, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm starting to believe Lorvis could be a real relationship, Taylor and Travis. But uh, I, I don't know. Everyone's so sensitive about it, though. People are sensitive about everything. I That's what makes it tick. If I said something nasty about her, you have every right to come for me. But me saying, like, hey, I think she's okay, and I think her relationship's fake, everyone acts like I really like went after her. Well, you hurt me when you went that Well, again, route. there's no yeah. nuance in anything. You're either for or against, well, you, But Michael, Michael's the best example of the whole thing. <sighs> oh, her concert. You won't believe what she did. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. She plays a, for nine hours. It was a Don, spectacle. She plays for eight and a half hours straight. It was, a, it was a spectacle. Yeah. It was well done. Yeah. You didn't say much more than that, though, no, right? No, no. I, I enjoyed it because I, I saw a lot of people enjoying themselves. None of the music is offensive. No. I think she does a nice job. She's very talented. Like she you, writes her own songs. I, I firmly believe this. This is important to say. I, I actually believe Phil Mushnick would not complain about Taylor Swift playing the Super Bowl. After. No, he wouldn't. He would not have anything to say. I don't think. No, I. I, I mean, he's he, not going to play the Super Bowl. He would somehow. He would somehow turn it into being about the tennis commentator who was fired from ESPN. It would become a Doug Adler story, and everyone goes, "How is Doug Adler being talked about?" Well, it's Phil Mushnick. But yeah, she's not doing it. Although I will predict Taylor Swift within three years will do the Super Bowl. Well, she doesn't need to though. 
She People do it for publicity. Wait, right? wait, wait, hold on. Was was M, were Eminem and Dr. Dre in desperate need of the Super Bowl? No, but it helped. Helped like, what? But you, you, you it's said fun. This, it's you said fun. that to Beyonce. Need, did Prince, Prince did the Super Bowl? Michael Jackson did the Super Bowl. People just do it, right? But it's a lot of work for nothing. You don't get any. You don't get a dime. Is that really true? Yeah, you don't get paid at all. I mean, they pay for the setup, but they you don't. There's not a dime in your pocket. That's and that's still true to this day. Yes, because they're saying you're getting a hundred million people, other than Don, who checks out at halftime. It's a great point. Don's, Don's eating Doritos. Not well, not more. Doritos. Sorry, not, not even on the Super Bowl, huh? No, I haven't had a Dorito in a decade. By the way, isn't that incredible? Don literally treats Doritos. Right, like, like a, a recovering alcoholic would treat right. like booze. Like, like a, he couldn't have a Dorito. At, have, like, at, the, no, no, at a Super Bowl party, right. if they're in a bowl, like it would be the same because as... Because it's all about him, like his little, silly, little hill to die on. No, I don't think so. I think he's scared he'll be back. I think he's scared if I that cool problem, ranch Michael. flavor hits you his You really lips. believe that you would not be able to stop eating Doritos? I would be able to stop. So that's what the bet should be. You, you have know. to be eat a bag of Doritos. <sighs> would you do that if I was an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> No, I wouldn't, but it's not if the same thing. If it was a bag thing. of Cool Ranch Doritos, by the end of the show, I would have, uh, and one of those pillow bags, too, right. that I used to eat. I'm bringing one. I need the whole bag. I'm bringing sure. the, Here it goes. To, There's the S. To the yeah. NHL. Here comes the to S. The, to the NHL store tomorrow, I'm bringing a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and you just should, leaving this, them in front of them. This is not a friend. Friends don't do this. <laughs> I had a real problem. Well, we'll see how big a problem it is. We'll see. Put it to the test. Hey, when I'm getting ready for a game... I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course my bu- my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey. I love it with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition, even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle. Neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea and take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Across all of ESPN, we're kicking off the week today. Now, we do it every year on the start of the college basketball season to honor our teammate Jim Valvano by supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research, the foundation that he announced in his unforgettable SB speech so many years ago. Now, anyone who has spent any time with ESPN Radio over the years knows how passionate we are about doing whatever we can to support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Lots of things haven't changed. Uh, Lots of things have changed since the start of the pandemic, but the need for cancer research has not. And Jim's message of don't give up, don't ever give up means even more to us this year than ever before. So today is Giving Tuesday. It's a day when people all across the country give back to support the organizations that mean the most to them and their communities. So today, all day long, ESPN Radio is going to be supporting the V Foundation. We know these are challenging times for everyone and money It's tough to come by, but if you're able, we hope that you'll choose to join us today on Giving Tuesday. Go to v.org slash donate now and help support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research. 1-800-919-3776. We go back to the phone calls and we'll go to Jackson in the car. Jackson. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm actually uh, actually not in the car anymore. I just walked in the house and uh, coincidentally enough, my Two dogs got skunked last night. So oh, how great to, is that? Oh, you must yeah, be thrilled, Michael. Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to find recipes to get rid of the stench. So, Mike, if you want to come over and help me clean up, that'd be much appreciated. Oh, how about that, Mike? You know what? I, might, I I just might do that. That's how much I love that stink. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway, I uh, wanted to pivot to the Yankees real quick. Um, I know this offseason is, is heating up with pitchers coming off the board. And I don't remember an offseason where there's been more pressure on Cashman and Steinbrenner. And the Yankee universe seems to be all in on Soto, Yamamoto, and Bellinger. The one I don't get is Bellinger. Uh, I don't understand why giving him a contract as he's getting older when you have Dominguez and recovering. Uh, I think a name that should be considered is obviously Kiermaier, but Eddie Rosario, too, I think would be a good add to the Yankees lineup. A good left-handed hitter with a with an option, I believe. So just wanted to get your opinion on that. Thanks, guys. Well, I mean, the Bellinger one is interesting. Bellinger had a really good year last year. He finished 10th in the MVP voting. Um, This was after two dreadful years. But if you look deep inside the numbers, which the Yankees are going to do, and I don't blame them, his hard-hit contact rate was not high. He was in the bottom quarter of all of baseball. Uh, He had a very high Babbitt, which means that he hit in good luck. That's batting average and balls put in play. But he also hit very well... um, in late-inning uh, pressure situations. So there's things to like and things not to like because the guy has won an MVP with the Dodgers, Then they finished 10th last year. But also the Dodgers, who are a very forward-thinking, great organization, they let him go for nothing. They didn't even tender him after that second bad year. That's why he signed with the Cubs, a make-good contract, and he made good. So it's a little bit of a gamble. So if you listen to John Heyman of the, the New York Post on MLB Network yesterday, he said... The Yankees are going to get two of the three of Yamamoto, Soto, and Bellinger. Now, if you ask me, well, Michael, which one would you, which two would you take? Be Yamamoto, and it would be Soto. Soto's 25 years old. He's going to cost a lot of money, but he's 25 years old. You're going to have to trade people for him as well. Bellinger is totally free except for money. But the one thing that came out is that um, Jeff Passan, um, I was texting with him today. He, he kind of thinks the Yankees are out on Otani. Now, I know a lot of people are going to get upset with that, but I'll tell you this. I think that's the right move. If you gave me a, a choice between Otani or Soto, right. now Otani is the bigger draw, the bigger star. Soto might be the better player, and he's six years younger. Yankees shouldn't have to worry about the draw, right? No, but you do. You want to fill the but, stadium, and you no, want to get I, ratings on yes, but not at the expense of who you think might be better for your team to right. win. Well, and I, I think that's why they're probably leaning towards Soto rather than uh, Otani. And also, everybody, I keep saying this, and nobody seems to let it sink into the in their skulls. You can't get Otani as long as Stanton is here. You can't. Stanton cannot play the outfield on a daily basis. Otani is simply a DH. Well, he could play the. I, I would give him a chance. Well, he can next year. No, not with his arm. But I'm saying long term, you know, for the length of Stanton's contract, I think he'd be better off with Otani playing the outfield than Stanton. 
I mean, he has played it before, very little, but he's an athlete. I think he'd figure it out. Yeah, but if you want him to be a pitcher and a hitter, I don't think you can push him to the level of also True. playing the outfield. So I don't think they're interested in Otani because, first of all, it's going to be a $50 million a year contract. And the money that you have invested in Rodon, Judge, Cole, uh, and Stanton is a lot right. of money. And I know what people, people are rolling their eyes right now in their car. Don't do that. It's dangerous, by the way. And they're saying, oh, the Yankees have all the money. They, they could spend. No, that's not how business works. See how it worked out for Steve Cohen last year, spending all that money? It didn't work, and he lost a lot of money. Now, losing money for Steve Cohen means nothing. Losing but money for the Steinbrenner family means a, it means a little bit more yeah. than it means to Steve Cohen. So I don't think the Yankees are just going to spend willy-nilly, which is also, it's going to be interesting to see if they go for Soto. Soto with arbitration. He has one arbitration year left. That's $33 million he's expected to make. Then after that, Scott Boris is his agent. No. He's going to want close to $50 and, million a year. And you can't lose him. In free agency, with now what you're you going to have to give up. Right. And, and you're probably going to have to. It's interesting. It's an interesting take, and we'll see what they do. But, but you know, Heyman, who I respect tremendously, thinks they're going to get two of those three. I mean, you get Yamamoto and Soto, or Yamamoto and, and Bellinger, you get the fan base excited. You just do. But if it were me, I'd get Soto to play left field, and I'd get, I'd get Kiermaier to play center field. Until Dominguez is ready. Kiermaier's a good player. And he's a great defender. So you've got... And Soto's not a great defender, which people will find out if he plays every day in left field at Yankee Stadium. Not a great defender. He's an otherworldly hitter. So there aren't very, very perfect players. But as a hitter, he's a perfect player. But if, if he's not a great defender, right. and he's a really good hitter, mm-hmm. what makes Soto the better play than Otani? Because you can play him in the outfield, and he doesn't. And um, he's, he's twenty five. Otani's going to be thirty one next year. You get six more years of prime player. But Otani offensively is he significantly better than so? I mean, no, 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 no. He's not. He's not. Overall, no, he's not. I, show me the last few years. But but you know that you sign Otani, right? Yeah. It's ten years, a half a billion dollars. And that's as far as it's going. It's gone down to. It might even go more. All you need is a couple. Of, all you need is Steve Cohen to want him and the Dodgers to want him, and then the bidding begins. Well, what was the number going to be before the injury? I, I said it, if you remember when you he know, got you injured, did, you said it wasn't it's going, not to going to affect it at all, and it's not going to affect it at all. It's not going to affect it at all because he's going to be a pitcher in twenty twenty five. He's right, going to make right. fifty so million a all year. All you're, all you're doing is losing one year. So what's the major? Right, and he's going to hit anyway. So he's going to hit forty five home runs next year. Because he's an animal. He's by a the great way, player. Which, by the way, I, I'm just saying, Don, he's he's a great player. He's an animal. He wants to play all the time. And of all the people you just mentioned, no, you talk about excitement. I mean, you agree or disagree, both of you. You can talk about the excitement coming to the ballpark with Soto. Otani's triple the excitement. Not even close. Yeah, but if the Yankees are winning, they're, they're going to fill the building anyway. And you'll well, hear so that, from a lot a, of that's people. That's a big if these days. But there is negatives. I've always said this. There's still a negative to a guy that could pitch and hit. Now, he's going to have the Tommy John, so that'll be out of the way. But still, pitchers get hurt all the time. And then, now it affects your hitter. If it's one of those injuries where he can't hit because he injured himself pitching, now you, now you lose two spots. Now, one, 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 little, one little warning flare about Otani. He calls his shots. You talk about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. He, he when he wants to work out, how he wants to work out, when he wants to pitch. I mean, he, he, left, he, he left Anaheim last year before the final out right. of the last game. Without, all, without even, like, and, and doesn't talk to the media. He's got, he's got a translator who essentially is his consigliere, and you've got to adhere to his rules. That's all there is to it. He's not a selfish guy, but this is what works for him. He's taking on something that no player has ever done before. He knows what to do. He eats when he eats. He has to go to bed at a certain time. He has to leave the ballpark at a certain time. He gets there at a certain time. Everything is like really, really planned out. That's tough for a lot of teams. And And he can only pitch once every six days. So you have to have an extra starter. And and let's not forget, guys, the reason they don't have beards and all that is they don't want individuals. So are you going to give all that money to a guy that is going to walk a different walk than everybody else in the clubhouse, including Aaron Judge? That, that that would be interesting too, right? 
Is it, is, but he's is so it a, talented that he could do. He, again, he's not well, a bad a guy, so it doesn't rub people. And neither judge. So they, they'd be all judge right. is great. But here's the thing: every team, even with Trout, it was probably Otani could do it. But this is Judge's team, and it'll always be Judge's team. So how would it be that you know Judge is the captain adhering to all the rules, and here's this guy coming and going as he pleases? Uh, you know, it would and be, God forbid if he doesn't live up to expectations. Doing but, that, but I'll garbage. tell you, I'll tell you what: Judge is the I know Judge is the, a great guy. It would be fascinating to put that it's Judge's team thing to the test. Because it, it would be a sin. No, no, no. Hear me out for a second before of you. Of course, I listen every word you before say. Before you, li- you live, just Otani comes over. They, they somehow get it done. Mm-hmm. You have like the 2024 Bash Brothers, right? And season starts out. Judge is having sort of pedestrian, maybe maybe somewhat injury riddled year. Otani's batting. And on pace for like 50 home runs, and people have never seen this guy before. Okay. After after six, like if that goes on for a couple of months, as much as we can say it's Judge's team, it's Judge's team, it would put his ego to the test. Let, There's no way around. All right, it. So I have the perfect return serve for you. Go ahead. Homegrown Yankees always outrate other players. Well, Dave Winfield is a Hall of Famer. Don Mattingly was beloved. Never lost that standing in the clubhouse, even though Winfield was awesome. Alex Rodriguez won two MVPs with the Yankees. It was still Derek's team. Homegrown Yankees, they get well, the tie. And also, maybe it doesn't matter to a lot of people, but there will be struggles. Remember, Otani isn't going to the playoffs. He's in carrying a team to a championship. That's not the way baseball works. You know, After a tough loss, who's talking to the media after the game? True. True. It's going to be Aaron Judge that's going to be answering that's the question a good return, whenever sir. there's a controversy. You know, so when you talk about the face of the team, yeah, there might be he might be better statistically than Judge. Well, we'll see. That's not a given. But even if he is, who's the guy talking to the media after the game? Who's everybody rallying around? Judge is still going to be still going to be his team. In a lot of ways, it was still Curry's team, even though Durant was the better player. It was still Steph Curry's it was. team. It was in that in that way. It absolutely was. I'm just saying there would be there would be days. Aaron Judge is a human being. And if he struggled on the same team with Otani, and those light bulbs were flashing every night, it'll it'll still test you. He's a, he's a human. I got remember. I got a message yesterday. You know, Nestor Cortez got married, and a lot of I mean, a lot of the Yankees, past and present, were there. Okay, Michael, you didn't get invited. People don't understand what athletes think about oh. media. I mean, well, I wouldn't have been asked to clean up at the wedding. I thought you were going to go because everybody was commenting off the pictures. Judge wasn't there. Judge was not there, and neither was Cole. And I, I'm trying to find out why. No, maybe I'm... maybe they had other commitments, but Stanton showed up. Josh Donaldson was there. Severino, Chapman. But it, it, it was conspicuous that you know the two biggest players on the team hmm. were not there. And, 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 and my broadcaster, yeah. yeah. And was, well, especially weird, weird because Sterling and Susan had such a good time. Yeah, they they had a blast. Uh, you're, you're not going to oh. believe the pigs in a blanket. Yeah, and in Ruko, tear up oh, the dance floor. Wow. Do you know that in, in my third? This will be my thirty third year with the Yankees. I was invited to one Yankee wedding. Steve Farr, a reliever. Great time too. Yeah. One wedding. His one, nickname was Bridge Two. What? His nickname was Bridge Two. Bridge too far. Bridge too far. That's that. That's no. That's <laughs> that's Oscar Gamble, isn't that's, it? That was that was rough. Yeah. Hey, Sebastian Maniscalco is coming to Madison Square Garden on Wednesday, September 18th, and Thursday, September 19th, 2024. Uh, listen, I love Maniscalco. That's too far for me to plan. ESPN New York <laughs> well, has your chance. <laughs> September of next year. Oh my God. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets this week on DPH or in Rothenburg, and this very fine show, the Michael K Show. It's brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale. 10 a.m. this Friday, December 1st at Ticketmaster.com. Listen, if you if you guys are shopping for a gift for me, you know, for the holidays, that would be a good gift to go see Sebastian Maniscalco. Here's the problem. What's that? I'd have to give them to you this Christmas. Like, I I, I couldn't give them to you, like, in your birthday. I, I'd lose them. I mean, oh, no, I expect you know, it as a Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to give them to you. And, you, and you'll lose them. If I give you if I give you something on December twenty fifth for September, guarantee you, but like you know a what? week before the Here, show, you'll be like, "Where'd I do with those tickets?" Here's the worst part about getting tickets for people for like my sister wants to go, my sister wants to go see Seinfeld at the Beacon. Uh, Jody wants uh, tickets to a show. Um, you, you, they're all digital. You can't wrap them. You can't no. get physical tickets anymore. It's not right. It's not it's, right. It's hard to get them. 
Uh, Mazda is right, though, right, That's Don? right, because I'm Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. This is the season, the season to save at Ramsey Mazda during the Season of Inspiration sales event. Like a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for $219 a month or a new 2024 Mazda CX-5 for $279 a month. Find your new Mazda now at Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN RM6079402 and R0376058. MSRP 26635 $31,345. Tax title registration extra ends 11 we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at la quinta by wyndham you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods fruit eggs yogurt and waffles and really who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Most of you don't have a 98.7 ESPN backdoor number to reach us directly. Hi, guys. But lucky for you, we've got email. I look at my emails. It's the TMKS mailbag. I don't want stuff mailed to me. Oh, we've got some great, um, great correspondences today. Oh, really? uh, Coach Ken writes, "Hey boys, let's bring the bullpen coyote to the NFL for overtime. A player from each team at the fifty, the overtime coyote in the end zone. Whichever player gets small first is the loser. What do you think?" I don't think, uh, with the history of concussion protocol and all that, that would be healthy for the league. But I understand where he's coming from. Uh, Corey goes, "Could the NBA do something for the fans, like an extra home game for the winner?" Or teams that make the Vegas part of the tournament, fans get an extra home game. Thanks. Also, P.S., Donnie Pucks is a gorgeous nickname, but it might as well be Donnie Mike since he kills Mikes no matter what they are for. Hmm. Mm. That is true. I, but with that, I don't know. Was, not everybody goes to games, but that would be interesting. I just don't know what the motivation of the teams would be. Right. Because it does would cost play, money yeah. to open up the garden well, and they make money Center too. to play. No, I get that, but if they were going to open up a building and let everybody come in for free, it would cost them money. I don't know if they'd have an appetite to spend money oh, like that. Oh, I didn't get the free part. I thought just an extra home. Okay. Oh, you're, you're saying, well, you know, I would think the extra home game in which people can attend for no money. What would the extra home game do? Speaking of uh, the money in the building, by the way, yeah. uh, Mr. C reached out to me to correct me. He's he's actually doing a, a game DJing this week. Mm-hmm. He said money's definitely being exchanged. I want to know how much. I'm trying to get a number. Uh Peter Onoveros goes, fellas, is there any correlation with the frequency Don gets pink eye and the way he sleeps face down into a hotel pillow? Great point. I got pink eye once. Still. Right? The Bill Burr incident. Was there ever pink eye after that? <laughs> you make it sound by saying that, but like either you gave him pink eye no, or but if you know you if eye. you know the story, then you, you wouldn't think that. And if you don't know the story, where have you been? You miss, a, you miss a moment, you miss a lot. Bill Burr came in. Don had pink eye. Bill Burr was disgusted. Don was, I was a leper. Gloves. I was right. a leper. Yeah. LK Keys writes, you I guys bring me so much entertainment. You know what you're doing, and when you don't get along, it's just tremendous. My question is, has Butter murdered any other yard critters? Oh, you know what? See, we now to... we're getting to the good questions. Not that I know of. I don't think, I don't think she has. As far as you know. 
Although she came in with like a big bump on her nose the other day after like carousing in the yard for about two hours. Okay. Oh, they're fighting back. Yeah, they are. Um, Ciro Scuoto said, The greatest podcast talk show, you guys. Thank you for giving us listeners an outlet away from our boring lives. Question for all of you. What player in any sport did you grow up looking up to? Have you met that player? I'll go first. Bobby Mercer was my guy. Not only met him, I worked with him. And I had great taste as a child because he was a wonderful man. I loved meeting him. How about you, Don? I guess it would be LT. And, and I, you didn't have a great. Well, you you had a hell of a conversation with him that one time, though. Well, we got along fine. I was just I was intimidated by him. I was doing updates at the time on the K show, and you know Michael refuses to stay in the studio, so he got up. You got up there in a commercial break, and LT was a foot from me, and just put his hands on his knees and just stared at me the entire update. Yeah, he wanted to really, see the greatness. I was really intimidated. I don't know why he did that. He didn't know where to put his eyes, I guess, but that, that was intimidating. But uh, I, listen, I'm not a fan of LT the person. He's done a lot of really awful things, but as a football player, tremendous. I wish him nothing but the best. But uh, do we do we have uh, that great exchange with Don wow. Anthony? I think that'd be important to play. Yeah, because they they were close. And we have it documented. Yeah. Uh, I, of course, my three favorite childhood athletes were uh, Bird, Lemieux, and Tyson. Um, I've been fortunate to spend a lot of time with Tyson. I had have a great great moments with him. Never met Larry Larry Joe Bird or Mario Lemieux. That's it. We you ever, that you ever met Mario? No. He's kind of elusive in that way. I, he's not like out and about like that. Do we have the uh, Do we have the uh, LT sound? We're no, doing well. We're well. Hmm. So he played me. They play All right, Fondon. That's the money. Well, have a stab it with you. And Fondon. Uh, Fondon, have a stab it with you. All right, Alex uh, Coke. Hey, gang, listen to every mm-hmm. show, Bronx Native. I was He's listening to the Coke. show a week back or so and heard you guys talking about weed slangs. So just thought it was worth mentioning that Sherm stems from Nat Sherman cigarettes, oh. which were favored when dipping into PCP. Oh, oh Supposedly, see. they wouldn't break apart like other cigarettes would. Nat Sherman's used to be off of 40, East 42nd Street forever. That For was cigars? Like, yeah, cigar. Well, I he used to make cigarettes, too. Did he? Yeah. Nava dim dum. That was to me. That's, oh. I did not know that, and I appreciate that information. Also, to Peter, do you think Anthony could edit Mike Francesa's New York in the beginning of Nas's New York State of Mind Part 2? <laughs> that would be something. He's referring to the New York State of Mind at the beginning of it, 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 Part 2. It goes uh, New York, New York. So New yeah, York. It, yeah, New be, York. Yeah, Jacob, you should try. Jacob, during a break, pull up New York State of Mind Part 2 and see if you could do that. I That'll think you be, could do it, Jacob. Okay, like the guy doesn't have enough work. You guys just go work at people. I believe he can do it, and I think he's up for the challenge. Across all of ESPN, we're kicking off V-Week today. Somebody right. emailed this. And we do it every year around the start of the college basketball season to honor our teammate Jim Valvano by supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research, the foundation that he announced in his unforgettable ESP speech so many years ago. Now, if you're able to join us today in supporting the V Foundation for Cancer Research, please do so. You can give by going to v.org slash donate now. We know things continue to be tough for so many folks, but if you're able, please join us by going to v.org slash donate now. All right, to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly, no different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, well, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Mention I told you to stop by, you'll get the Michael K. treatment. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.